What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in the lovely city of Kinston, North Carolina. It is Monday, April the 24th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 844 of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. By God, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today. For a very lovely edition of the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We've got another great show for you today, but we're flipping things around on you a little bit. Joining me in less than 20 minutes will be our big interview. Yes, we typically do our big interview in the second hour instead of the first hour, but uh, to accommodate our guest, uh, we're doing it in the first hour today. Very excited to have him back on. He's a head coach of the Kenson Post 43 American Legion baseball team, Ty Eason. Uh, from uh, from South Lenore Royalty, uh, Coach Eason, uh, with the 2023 high school baseball season winding down. Tell you what, it's almost time to st- uh, start thinking about the Legion baseball season. Uh, Coach Eason is also going to tell us about a golf tournament that is coming up that's going to benefit all our good friends over at the Caswell Center. Uh, but again, he'll be joining us probably uh, about 20 minutes from now, about 25 minutes or so into this first hour. So very excited to have him on with us here on the show. Tell you what, kicking off our second hour today, though, is going to be our regular Monday first hour guest. He's the Dean of Sports Talk host in Eastern North Carolina, and he also uh, hosts The Drive with Mark Panicelli, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. on 252 ESPN 107.5 FM. Why? It's Mark Panicelli. You know, if he hosts The Drive with Mark Panicelli, it should be Mark Panicelli, right? Listen, I'm telling you, I hope I have uh, budgeted us enough time to talk about the stuff that we need to talk about with Panicelli because I'm telling you, we've got the NBA playoffs, which are in full swing. We've already got a team that's advanced to the second round, even though we're just barely a week into it. Uh, Then we've got some just really great series, including a couple that have uh, shocked and awed me. So can't wait to talk to him about the NBA playoffs. The Hurricanes in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, they take a 3-1 to one series lead. We'll get to that here in a little bit. And like I said, we'll talk more in depth about him uh, or about the uh, Hurricanes with uh, Panicelli in our second hour. We're going to talk about yesterday's NASCAR spectacle in Talladega. The ECU, uh, just a really tough weekend for ECU as uh, they go to Wichita and get swept. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. And then again with Panicelli and just so much more. Like I said, uh, that's just four things right there that I want to talk to Mark about. I just hope we have enough time with the birthday game at the end of it too. But don't worry, we'll get the birthday game in. We definitely will. So let's get started with today's show. Again, uh, we will have Ty Eason right here in about 20 minutes. And Mark Panicelli in our second hour. It's going. To, this I can already tell you, the show is going to go by extremely, extremely fast. Listen, what a great weekend for sports! 
LCC is now 10. Or, uh, what a great weekend they've had. They've now won four in a row. They are now 30 and 13 overall, 22 and 8 in Region 10, about a game and a half up on Brunswick after uh, just an outstanding weekend. Saturday, one game Saturday, two games yesterday. They swept uh, Southeastern Community College over the weekend. Uh, they won on Saturday 9 to 7, but they won it in just spectacular fashion as uh, a grand slam led them to the victory on Saturday. Then yesterday, they won 6 to 2 and 4 to 1 uh, in a doubleheader sweep on sophomore day. And just a very emotional, great sophomore day for Lenore Community College. Now, they've got a big week coming up in front of them. Tomorrow, they play at Pitt Community College. That game will be at 4 o'clock in Winterville. If you can get your butts over there, get over there and watch that and support them. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, though. I've got a, a commitment tomorrow night, but uh, I may see if I can get that moved around. So, John and Jonathan, if we could uh, uh, if we could move uh, tomorrow to uh, tonight, that would be good. So, I could go watch LCC take on Pitt Community College tomorrow. We'll see what we can do about that. But the uh, Lancers wrap up the 2023 regular season this coming weekend. They'll travel to Virginia Beach, Virginia to take on Bryant and Stratton, who is not a bad team themselves. They're 26 and 22 overall. They're 14 and 13 in Region 10. Like I said, LCC is 30 and 13 overall, 22 and 8. And I tell you what, uh, I had a chance yesterday in the post game of uh, the the second victory, right after all the sophomore day activities and everything, had a chance to talk to Gary Smith, and here's that interview with him. We're here in post-game after a double-header sweep and a sweep of Southeastern Community College coach over the last couple of days. Four wins in a row, six of the last seven. You guys are going four games left in the regular season all on the road, but you guys are really hitting your stride at the right time, aren't you, Coach? Yeah, I think we are. You know, I felt a little better about the way we played last weekend against Brunswick, even though it was a two and, you know, we won two, lost one. But I felt like overall we played a little better. But, uh, you know, at this point in the year, you can't you – know, I'm not giving any of the wins back. I promise you that. Um, I thought our pitching today was uh, unbelievable. Three runs over, you know, 16 innings, two games. Uh, I can't ask our guys to do any more than what they did today. Um, you know, big hit, big hit from Danny Staley um, yesterday that, you know, kind of propelled us. Um, and – you know, the the Southeastern team, we know those guys. Uh, one of their assistant coaches used to be one of my assistant coaches when I was a high school coach. And, um, you know, they they came out today, even though yesterday they were eliminated from playoff contention. They came out today and scrapped and fought, and that's a tribute to their program. But, you know, I think our guys came today with the right, right approach. And um, sophomore day to get two wins – um, to be able to get most of our sophomores in the game. Um, you know, great great feeling, great day for the Lancer Nation. I want to take a look back. You mentioned Saturday's game. I mean, the, the big grand slam. that Basically, like you said, did propel you guys to uh, the two victories today, too. Hey, talk, how big was that hit yesterday in the grand scheme of things, Coach? It was huge. You know, I thought we played pretty well yesterday, actually. We just uh, – you know, a couple situations we didn't get to hit when we needed it, and they did. And, you know, with two outs in the eighth inning, you're down two. You feel like, okay, we, you know, we do get another at bat uh, if this doesn't work out. Um, but, you know, once 
once the ball left the park, you know, everybody breathes kind of a sigh of relief. The defense relaxes, the pitching relaxes, and um, closes out the ball game. So, you know, I think that momentum carried over to today. Uh, but I'm really proud of my guys. Um, you know, as I said, they were here at 9 o'clock in the morning pulling the tarp off, getting the field ready. So, you know, the games mattered to them as well to, to make sure we got the games in today. I mean, they, they wanted to be here today, wanted to play. So, um it's, it's it's good we're still able to generate that this late in the year. Speaking of the grand scheme of things, help me out a little bit with the standings. Well, I know you were addressing the crowd and you were telling everybody about the losses that other teams had. Where do we stand right now with the Lancers? Uh, we're in first place. I'm not sure in terms of games up because, you know, in the Region 10, if you get a rain out, you don't make them up. So it's based on winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know we're still in first. Um We'll probably, you know, maybe two games up on pit, maybe two games, a game and a half. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. And, and I know both those teams still have games today. So uh, it'll be a little clearer after, you know, after 6 o'clock tonight. So when I'm talking on the show in the morning, I'll have a better, much better idea at that point for sure. Let's talk about, and again, again the voice you're listening to is Gary Smith. He's head baseball coach at Lenore Community College. Four wins in a row, including a, a three-game sweep of Southeastern this weekend. But let's talk about sophomore day. I, you're a pretty emotional guy. You're a dancer. You're, a, you know, that's one of the things we've learned about you. We really appreciate about you. But this, you really could hear the emotion in your voice when you were introducing the 17 sophomores here today, and especially the last one. Talk about this class, what it means to you, Coach. Uh, and I know we've still got plenty of season left to go, but what does this class of 2023 mean to you? Well, when I got hired my first year, the team was already in place. I got hired late. Um, you know, I was just kind of handed a team that I, I didn't know any of those kids, didn't have personal relationships with those kids um, initially. Um, and, you know, I didn't know anything about recruiting. So just kind of went out and beat the bushes. And, you know, I, I, felt, like, I felt like we needed to get kids in here that, um, were athletic and, you know, wanted to continue to play. And I felt like if they bought in that we, we were going to establish a pretty good system. And that's been the biggest thing is the buy-in. I mean, you know, we've talked about some of our guys having a possibility of making the all-region team, but I don't know. And, you know, it's, it's not up to me. It's up to coaches voting. But I, I, I think – I think the best way to say it with this group is is that the whole became better than the parts because they did buy in. They, you know, worked to understand our system, worked to understand our instruction. And, you know, you spend, you spend two years with anybody in your life as, you know, as much time as I've spent with these guys, as much interaction as we've had on and off the field, you know, helping them with school, helping them with personal issues. Um, you know, it, it it does create an emotional. Uh, it's bittersweet. Mm-hmm. You know, you're so happy that you know they've they've made something of themselves that they're going on to play or going on to work or whatever their plan is. Um, you know, it's a great feeling and to know we've contributed to the quality of their life. Um, that's kind of our goal. So uh, 
I mean, they make me crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just like your own kids. You know, they make you crazy, but, you know, I love them. I wouldn't trade them. Um, you know, they know I love them. I know they love us. So um, it's been a great relationship. You know, we talked about, I mean, I, I've got to get you to brag about this crowd that was here today. It's the biggest one I've seen out here. I'm talking since, I got to tell you, since probably 2008. I mean, it really was a huge crowd out here. You guys led the league in, or led Region 10 in attendance. Brag on this crowd that came out to support these sophomores and your team today. You know, anytime, you know, baseball is one of those sports where a lot of times when you go to a game, uh, you know, unless it's a pro game, you go to a high school game, American Legion game, you know, you expect parents and girlfriends and little brothers. Um, but then when you start seeing people that have no personal connection to the program other than just or to the players, you know, they're not here to support one specific player, but they're here to support LCC baseball. Um, you know, that was part of our goal, too, is, you know, reestablishing uh, community ties and, and being a program that, Kinston could be proud of and the university could be proud of. So, you know, I feel like right now um, kind of the things we set in place for these sophomores two years ago, you know, almost all come to fruition. We, we have a couple more goals, but um, we'll see how the next two weeks play out. Well, and you just mentioned that. And we'll wrap up with that. Uh, at Pitt, uh, this Wednesday at 4, close it. Is it 2 o'clock? It's Tuesday at 4. Tuesday at 4. Thank you. Let me make sure I get that right. Tuesday at 4 at Pitt Community College and then Bryant and Stratton on the road next weekend. We talked to you, uh, I think this past Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever it was, you said you wanted to win six out of the nine. If you could take two out of three. You're well on pace for that, Coach. Well, what are the tangible goals for the end of this regular season before we get into the postseason? Well, you know, of course, you know, the thing with playing Pitt is they're they're just so hard to play. I mean, they're good, and, you know, they swing it. And, you know, every game we play with them is just a roller coaster kind of game. And, you know, I I mean, when we go to Bryant and Stratton, I mean, the the hardest thing for us is going to be a three-hour ride. And then, you know, they've got – They've got four or five really good arms that pitch for them and um, got a couple guys. Got one guy that's close to the top in the region for home runs. They got another one close to the top in stolen bases. So, you know, it's a quality, quality program, quality team. You know, we're just going to have to keep grinding. I mean, we're tired. Uh, everybody's tired. Um, you know, you always hear about embracing the grind, and it's this time of year that the grind – you know, the grind gets you, and um, I don't think now it's it's a matter of who wants it more. You know, you always hear that cliche, got to want it, who wants it. I don't think now it's a matter of who wants it more because everybody wants it. I think it's who wants it less, who has the energy to grab it um, because now – all the excitement of early season and the excitement of being on a college team, that's all kind of faded. And, you know, n- now you just got to find a way to dig deep and find some energy and, you know, go out and compete. 
Very good, Coach. Thank you so much. What a great way to end the regular season here at home. Good luck the rest of the way. We'll talk to you soon, sir. Thank you, Brian. Always a pleasure to speak to you, and thanks for your support. And there you go. Thank you again so much to Gary Smith from Lenore Community College uh, for uh, sharing about 10 minutes with us yesterday. I didn't realize it was that long until we got started listening to it there. Uh, you heard there in the interview uh, we were talking about the – uh, the standings in uh, Region 10 East and Lenore Community College has a commanding two-and-a-half game lead over Brunswick Community College. Uh, LCC is 22-8. and eight. Brunswick Community College is 20-11. and 11. Pitt Community College is 17-10. and 10. So, uh, what, they're about uh, five-and-a-half games back of uh, – or four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half games back of uh, LCC. So, tell you what, uh, the Lancers have the their own – destiny in their own hands uh, as they will be taking on uh like i said pitt community college tomorrow and then bryant and stratton uh who is uh trying to hang on to that number four seat now the way it works is there's eight teams that make it to the region 10 playoffs down in moorhead city may 4th through the 7th and right now lcc has the number one seed and uh in the east over uh and now let me tell you in order lcc is one brunswick community college two Pitt community college three bryant and stratton is in fourth place then over in uh the western part of the uh region 10 catawba valley community college 20 and four they are having a great great season right now cleveland community college is 14 and seven patrick and henry is 11 and eight and then wake tech is 10 and 15 so they're pretty much uh almost locked down one through four over in the west so I guess if I'm looking at this right, I think number one from the east plays number four from the west to uh, start it. So LCC would be taking on Wake Tech in uh, game one of the uh, Region 10 tournament on May 4th. So there you go. Uh, that gets you caught up on everything. LCC baseball, very excited. And I tell you, I've been telling you all season, get your butts out there, man, and support these guys because uh, this has potential to be one, a very, very special season. And at this moment, I tell you what, between uh, Lenore Community College and Catawba Valley, who always has uh, great baseball over there, I think that's who it's going to come down to to go to the World Series. They have a very, very good chance. Let's talk about the Down East Wood Ducks. They dropped both ends of their doubleheader with the hated Carolina Mudcats yesterday, 3-2 to two and 4-3. to three. And, uh, man, the bad news there is they ended up losing 5 of the six-game series against the hated Mudcats uh, over the week. They lost five of six games to that awful team from Zebulon. They now hit the road as they, uh, for two weeks as they'll travel to the city that shaped Junius Smith the third Fayetteville to take on the Woodpeckers. Uh, game one of that six-game series is tomorrow, Tuesday, at 6.05. Uh, then, like I said, they'll play six games in Fayetteville. Uh, then they'll travel to Fredericksburg, Virginia, Next week, beginning a week from tomorrow, take on the Nationals. But they will be back for 12 games of their own straight, 12 straight games against Delmarva in Fayetteville beginning Tuesday, May the 9th. So that's right. We don't have uh, Wood Ducks in town until Tuesday, May the 9th. What are we going to do? Uh, well, well, we'll keep up with the results on the road. Hey, uh, that's uh, your Down East Wood Ducks update. And uh, don't forget, every Wednesday here on the Brian Hank Show, it's Wood Ducks Wednesday. We have a guest from uh, the Wood Ducks. And I am lobbying this week, uh, Clemens, if you were listening, John Clemens, I would like to have uh, – uh, we'd love to get Janelle on here, uh, Assistant General Manager Janelle Bullock-Fitch uh, here on the show. That would be awesome just to get caught up with her with everything and everything that's going on with the season there. 
Um, how about uh, ECU baseball? They swept at Wichita State over the weekend. Uh, man, it's just a bad situation. You know what? Let's get uh, uh, Ty Eason up here on the line with us and go ahead and uh, start that. And we'll talk about some of this other stuff, too. But, uh, man, what a bad weekend for ECU. And, I mean, it started uh, from their travel. Uh, they lose their uh, equipment or their equipment ends up being on another plane. They're supposed to play Friday night. They end up getting uh, that game uh, moved to Saturday in a doubleheader. And then they had their worst weekend of the season. And I got to tell you, Coach Eason, uh, that might have been ECU's worst. I, I don't even remember that. And then they started as slow as they started out last. Well, you know what? I guess losing or being swept by Bryant in the uh, regular season uh, opening series last season was probably their first, uh, their worst uh, three-game series. But I tell you what, getting swept 23-3 to and being shut out twice, that's pretty bad too, isn't it, Coach? Yeah, I agree, Coach. Um, you know, being the first time it's been swept, they've been swept since 2018 in the conference. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of hard conversations, I got a feeling, and on the way back to Greenville last night, and the coming, the coming days before they play State this week, so. You know, listen, and I'm not trying to blow this. I mean, that voice you listen to, it's Ty Eason. He is the uh, head baseball coach of the American Legion, the post-43 American Legion team that is going to be uh, starting their season very, very soon. We're going to get into that in a little bit. I know we've got a big golf tournament coming up uh, that you are a co-chair of uh, for that benefits the Caswell Foundation. So we've got a ton of stuff to talk about, but I didn't think you would mind talking a little Pirates baseball to begin, right? I was always glad to talk pirate baseball. <laughs> I know you are. Well, this is is it. I guess it's a bad sign. And I, again, I know you don't call, coach at the Division One level, but you coach at a pretty high level, Coach. Can you at least emphasize or uh, empathize with uh, Coach Godwin that you know what you get to Wichita and you find out all your equipment, your uniforms, your bats. Your everything, I mean, it is on another plane. It's not going to make it in until the next morning. As a coach yourself, I mean, obviously, I mean, you haven't flown with Post 43, or maybe you have, but if you were to, can you imagine getting to your destination not having any of your equipment, and how how do you think that affected them? Well, you know, we, we look back to the Little League days. Um, you know, we, we preached to our four, five, six, seven-year-olds. Rule number one is take care of your stuff. Um, and obviously, this is something that's out of these guys' control. But it's you know, you're breaking up a cycle that they've been in, in they've been trained doing for years upon years. Um, you know, it throws off a schedule. It throws off everything. You know, you've got guys that have thought they were going to pitch Friday night that ain't pitching until Saturday morning um, or Saturday early afternoon. Um, you know, it, it's a tough adjustment, but, you know, really good teams adapt. Um, and this weekend they just didn't adapt like, um, like Coach Godwin would have uh, anticipated they should. Again, 23 to three though, Coach Easton, that's what gets me. I mean, this is a team that prides itself on its offense and uh, on the flip side has one of the best, I thought one of the best, and I still think they do, don't get it twisted, but still have one of the best starting rotations in division one baseball but uh, what did you find out about this team this weekend, Coach? Um, you know, I, I think that that this is not something to you know call home about and say, "Hey, we're done." You know, as a longtime Pirate supporter, this is a weekend. Yes, it's going to hurt us in the rankings, um, but I do think that this is this could be the team that that should be able to win the conference, um, should be able to perform well in the conference tournament. Um, you know. 
And I still think we got a good chance of hosting a, hosting a regional. Supers might be in question now. It, it, we've got to play our best baseball going throughout the rest of the stretch. Um, you know, I was really surprised knowing that um, JJC was coming back this week um, at Wichita. You know, he's been a spark on the offense. Having him out for the last two weeks has been kind of tough. Um, but, you know, riding a high from Cincinnati last week, um, you know, doing the same thing to them that we had done to us this weekend. Um, you know, baseball is a game of changes. Um, <clears throat> and we just got to hope to change for the better in the coming week. Amen to that. I mean, this is a team that I got. And I know you look at the numbers like I do and all of us uh, Pirate fans do. I had seen them projected as high as a number seven seed uh, before this uh, weekend series against Wichita. I'd seen them as low as 10 or 11, but definitely, like you said, in that super regional uh, phase, if they took care of business and they still can, I mean, listen, this is, I'm hoping this was just a blip on the radar. And I mean, you've had teams that, that you've expected to play better than they did. And then, uh, uh, how can I say this nicely? Uh, messed up the bed. Is that a good way to put it? <laughs> yeah. And look, I, I've had the flip side too. I've had teams that I didn't think were very talented, but um, we ended up at a state tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's 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 kudos to them. Um, when you when you start looking at postseason baseball, um, you know you think about getting hot at the right times. Um, you know, we think back to pirate baseball last year. You talk about that opening opening weekend sweep against um, Bryant um, and end up coming back and hosting the Super Regional. So um, <clears throat> the good thing with baseball as, composed, as compared to, you know, football per se, is you play a lot of games. Um, there's a lot more teams that play a lot of games. There's a lot of things that can happen around the country. I mean, you look at the, 10, the top ten this week, I think, was it five or six of them got swept this week? Yep. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I, I expect this to go down in the rankings. I, I expect some things like Campbell to move up, but, um, at the end of the day, um, a lot of it don't matter until you get to that first series and playoffs. Oh, you're absolutely right. I, I'm glad you said that. And again, that voice list is Coach Ty Eason from American Legion Post 43. And I'm glad you said that because, he, what, was it three weeks ago, a month ago, Campbell's number 11, number 12 in, uh, you know, in the in the potential seating uh, and all the rankings and everything. And ECU was down in that 17, 18, 19 range. They were definitely a number two seed, it looked like. They were going to be in somebody's regional. Forget hosting a regional. They looked like they were going to be a number two seed going somewhere. So anything can happen. I mean, again, but don't you hope, and, and we'll, we'll end our ECU talk with this here, Coach. Uh, don't you think uh, Coach Godwin and uh, the Pirates, uh, they want to see Wichita State in the uh, AAC tournament, don't you think? I can promise you it will be two different teams. <laughs> Yeah. I, mean, I can't imagine that they're like uh, you know what hey we were outscored 23 to 3 please 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 give us another shot at them right there you go right. and you think too if we do get lucky enough to see them in the playoffs it is hard to be a baseball team three times in a year oh yeah oh absolutely absolutely um you know four times in our case it's hard to beat a team four times especially after you swept them the first time um you know, the bad thing about ECU being ranked as highly as they are and, 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 you know, kind of celebrated as much as they are, we're going to get everybody's best shot. Yep. Um, you know, when you got a target on your head, you're going to lose sometimes. Well, that's the neat thing about uh, we had uh, Coach Godwin on, uh, what, a, I guess a week or so into the regular season here on the show. 
And that's what we talked about, Coach, was that, in fact, I loved it. If you go back and listen to it, he compared ECU baseball right now to Kinston basketball, to, you know, Kinston right. High School basketball that, listen, you know, when Kinston High School basketball walks into uh, somebody's gym, uh, they're they're already what they've got you know they know they've got the target on their chest but just wearing that uniform they've already got to a two to three point advantage right there it doesn't matter where they're at and when they're at home and you've got you know uh 1500 1600 fans cheering them on heck that advantage grows to probably eight to ten it's the same thing with ecu baseball i mean and he has built such a great program and not just him i mean it was it was a pretty good doggone program before coach godwin got there but he knows I mean, what, they're 24-2 and two or something crazy at home right now, something like that, that uh, when you got that ECU uh, jersey on, you've already got a target on your chest, don't you, Coach? You're exactly right. The jungle's a tough place to play. Um, <laughs> and, you know, guys coming into the jungle, they're ready to prove somebody wrong and prove their worth. And, you know, attendance for every other, uh, every other team around the nation that they play, when ECU comes into play, Pirate Nation shows up strong for them. And, you know, their, their own fans want to see want to see an upset in the making. So. I love it. I love it. That voice you listen to is Tyson. Coach, let's see. We've only talked, uh, what, about 10 minutes here about ECU. <laughs> and I haven't talked about what I want to talk i tell you what. Let's start with uh, the golf tournament that's coming up. We'll talk, and then we'll, uh, you know, get some Legion talking. We'll circle back and wrap up uh, the golf tournament again. But you guys have a big tournament coming up here. And, uh, in fact, I'll just let you uh, tell me all about it. But I do know it's going to benefit the uh, Caswell Center. Tell us a little bit about this uh, tournament that's coming up. So the tournament is May 4th. Um, again, Star Wars fans delight. May the fourth be with you on the golf course. Um, and that's going to be at Fallen Creek Country Club. Um, you know, it's going to be a good turnout. I saw it with Daniel Howell, who is our executive director over at the Castle Center Foundation this past week. Um, she has, has told me that we are almost full, but we are willing to take as many more teams as we can get. Um, we got 16 teams already signed up. Um, it's going to be a great tournament. Um, the weather's going to be great. I can't promise that, but I'll highly suggest it. Uh, <laughs> from, so, from your from your lips to God's ears, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and so it's going to be a great turnout. We always have a, a really good tournament that's kick off the uh, barbecue festival weekend um, that Thursday before the barbecue festival. Um, if you if you play golf or if you just want to come out to the golf course and have a good time, have a, a few cold beverages, um, <laughs> Fall Increase will be the place to be on May 4th. And that number that you need to call, uh, you can contact Daniel Howell, like Coach said there. Uh, she's the executive director of the Caswell Center Foundation. You can call her at 252-208-3790, and I guarantee you that uh, she will hook you up. And I, I like this. Uh, the Caswell Center Foundation has been supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities since its inception in 1999. The foundation supports people who live at Caswell Developmental Center in 38 counties in eastern North Carolina. And forget the golf, forget, you know, the camaraderie and all that, Coach, which, I mean, I'm not telling people forget that. I mean, that's, that's pretty important. <laughs> but I know that the Caswell Center has a very special place in your heart too, doesn't it? Yes, sir. And, you know, at the end of the day, the golf tournament is, is the least of our worries. We're worried about providing for our individuals. Um, and for the rest of the community to be able to be prepared to you know work with the individuals that we have at Castle Center, um, you know when we think about the proceeds for this tournament from this tournament, um, we're talking about you know 
some funding grants for each of the individual, some of the individuals who would apply for them throughout the Casa Center. Um, you know, personal grants. Um, we talk about scholarships to you know really build our our, profession, our professionals in the in the area um, to continue working in that field. Um, so we've got a, we've got two scholarships that we're actually going to give out um, at our next quarterly meeting. It will be they will be partially funded through our proceeds of the golf tournament as well. I love it. I love it. Again, that voice you're listening to is Ty Eason. He's a head uh, baseball coach for Kinston Post 43. On top of that, too, the uh, co-director of this 22nd annual Caswell Center Foundation Golf Tournament, May the 4th. Goodness gracious, Coach. It's a week from Thursday. Yes, sir. God, man, this year is going by fast. But here's what I like about it. Very affordable. Uh, $100 a person or... If you get your team of four, it's $350 per team. And uh, just everything this includes is crazy. Uh, your greens fee and your cart. One mulligan, which uh, if you've ever played with me, you know I need about eight of those, okay? Uh, uh, and you get an opportunity to buy a few more if you need it. <laughs> there you go. Beverage service, a thank you gift, a team photo, and a, and a delicious barbecue chicken meal to be a part of this. And brag on Falling Creek. I mean, that's one of the, the courses around the Falling Creek Country Club but one of the courses around here that I really think is a hidden gem, isn't it? It is. Um, we actually had a tournament out there um, commemorating the life and legacy of a former member um, this past weekend. Um, I actually played with Charlie Casey as my as my opponent. Um, and so we had a great tournament this past weekend out there. Angie and Marshall, who run the place, do a great job. Um, you got Miss Leslie there in the pro shop a lot of times. Coach Jimmy Smith in the pro shop when she's not there. Um, you know, they're nothing but friendly staff. Um, you know, I'll be out there probably three or four days a week until Legion starts up. Um, Tyler Smith, who's the superintendent out there, he's got a heck of a, a, heck of a gig going right now. His, his greens are rolling as good as I've ever seen. Um, you know, and, and with a little bit of water, it's going to soften up. I think he's, he's, he, he's a young superintendent and he's doing a great job. That is awesome. I, you know, I got to ask, you said you shot, you, uh, played with uh charlie casey over the week how'd you do dude uh charlie don't want me to talk about it <laughs> dude i love uh, wait, wait 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 a minute no i don't know how to take that does that mean you did well or that you uh that you kicked his butt or that uh he kicked yours Let's just say my team won, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Ty Eason joining us here. And, again, we'll, we'll circle back to this uh, at the end of the hour, but the 22nd Annual Caswell Center Foundation Golf Tournament, a week from Thursday, May 4th. And I like how you put that, too. And it, and you guys have done this. It kicks off the uh, barbecue festival on the Noose uh, weekend here in Kinston in Lenora County. And, again, uh, not you're, you, would, you won't be just playing to have fun. You'll also be playing to uh, help a, a very, very good foundation that does a lot of good things in our community. Uh, and again, like I said, we'll circle back to that, talk about it again, but give Danielle Hell a call at 252-208-3790. Or, Coach, I can imagine they could probably even contact you, right? Yes, sir. Reach out to me on Facebook. If you've got my number, call it. I love it. Hey, I, I don't see this on here, and I know it's, like I said, 10 days away. Are you still looking for sponsors, or are you guys pretty good with sponsors? Uh, if, if anybody would like to sponsor, it might be a little bit late to get your name on the pamphlet, and but I'm sure Danielle would take your sponsorship money, and we can look out for you next year. <laughs> I know that's right. Very good, very good. Like I said, we'll circle back to that in a little bit. I tell you what, uh, Coach, i got to pay a couple of sponsors here. Can you stand by just for a second? 
Of course. Thank you. I want to thank Lenore Community College for 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And thank you so much to Richie Honeycutt, all the folks over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. And as I told everybody in the monologue, we swapped things around so we could get you in today here, Coach. And you are our big interview, and the sponsor of our big interview every day here on the show is UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians. UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit a comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of our big interview. And you know what? Let's jump right back into our big interview. Uh, it is uh, we're very honored to have uh, Kenson Post 43 American Legion head coach Ty Eason joining us this morning here in our first hour. Like I said, Coach, I'm sure people are a little bit confused. Like, wait a minute. Mark Panicelli usually does the first hour. We're gonna, Don't worry. We're going to have him in the second hour, but we wanted to be sure that we could have all the time that we could have with uh, Coach Eason today. So, uh, again, thank you for being our big interview today, Coach. Well, thank, thank you, and thank Mark for allowing allowing his his, shot, his time slot for me as well. Yeah, you know, because when we said just to give everybody a little bit of inside baseball, so you and I are messaging last week. I really wanted to get you on early on this week so we could talk about you know the golf tournament by the American Legion, which is. I can't believe that's getting ready to fire off here in a little bit too, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But it, yes, you're right. Mark uh, graciously uh, said, hey, no problem. I'll go on in the second hour so you can get uh, Coach Eason on. So you're right. And I will be thanking him when we start the next hour too. So let's talk about American Legion, Coach, and where we are in the process. I know I saw, I think I saw on your Facebook page that uh, you guys had some open trials. Where do we stand with the team right now? Uh, I, I know the schedule doesn't start for a – couple more weeks, but where do we stand right now with the 2023 uh, post-43 American Legion team, Coach? So right now I've got about 14 guys that um, are, are definitely going to be on our team this summer. Um, you know, I'm still waiting to hear from a few um, a few guys to solidify the final roster, um, but I, and that's, a, that's a process in, in that, I, you know, I really want to make sure that everybody who's, who's going to play with us is going to be committed and is going to make most of our games. You know, we got to look at summer vacations and travel ball and everything else. But uh, the core of about 14 or 15 guys that I'm looking at, we can only have 18 as our cap. Um, you know, I'm really excited to see what we're going to be able to accomplish this summer. We are going to be as young as I have ever been, but I'm excited because these guys are young, strappy, and I think, I think our core is really going to buy in um, and surprise some people. I love it. I and mean, you answered one of my questions there. Well, what to you though is, okay, if 18 is a cap, realistically, Coach Easton, what, what is the, 
what is the the prime number for you, or not the prime number, but the the number that you would like to see on the team? I mean, is it all the way up to eighteen, so you have the depth, or what is the number of players that you like to have on a roster every year? With a, as grueling of a schedule as we could potentially have, um, I would love to have eighteen with about seven pitchers. Um, <laughs> but in the situation that we're in now, I, I don't have as many guys that are pitchers only. Um, I've got guys that play that play both ways of, on on defense. Um, so I'm really thinking that about 16 could be really good for me um, because, you know, if a guy's not pitching, he's definitely going to want to be in the lineup, and I'm going to want him in the lineup if he's swinging the stick well as well. You know, and we've talked about this the last couple of years right here on this show, Coach Easton. I love American Legion baseball. I mean, I, I fell in love with it in, uh, when I was in Western North Carolina covering Cherryville and covering, uh, you know, the, the South Point team or the Belmont teams and Gastonia and the Charlotte Post and all that. I mean, I really fell in love with it. It was, a, you know, a little bit disappointing when I got to Eastern North Carolina that, that Legion baseball wasn't as big here as it was in Western North Carolina. But, again, you know, listen. I went with Cherryville and Ralph Roberts to the World Series in Las Vegas in 98, I believe, and then followed him here to LCC when he played here. But that's one of the things I really love. You really are trying to grow the Legion presence, uh, presence here in uh, eastern North Carolina, specifically here in Kinston in Lenora County. Uh, it, it, what do we need to do? And I, as you know, I'm trying to do my part, but as listeners that are listening to this who would love to see Legion baseball grow. What can we do to support Legion baseball here in Kinston and make it bigger than it already is? Um, I think the biggest key is just um, providing some information about what American Legion baseball is. And you're doing a great job by allowing me to, to have my soapbox and speak about what it is and how important it is to me and the guys who have played it in the past. Um, you know, a lot of coaches and, they, a lot of coaches and, and parents and players don't know about American Legion until I come up to them at a game or that you see on the tryout um, flyer um, what it is. Um, so for the listener that might not know what American Legion Baseball is, it's a veteran-run organization. Um, uh, anybody who – the American Legion sponsors it. Anybody who has served um, in, a, in current wartime is, is eligible to be American Legion member. Um, Terry Boyles is our, is our commander. Um, for our post, and he's and he's really put in a lot of time, effort, and some financial support as well to make sure that we've got a program um, that is as as strong as it is. Um, and I think that if if the kids and the parents knew how competitive our brand of baseball is, um, and how closely it mirrors the the grind of a of, of college baseball, I think we'd get more support. Um, and, and, and interest in playing as well. Absolutely. And the thing that I always like about Legion Baseball, and this is going to be my next question to you here in a moment, is that uh, basically it's almost like, okay, let me, let's use basketball as an example. If you could put together a, a Legion basketball team, but you pick, you know, three or four of the best player, you know, two or three or four of the best players from North and North, from South and North, from Kinston, from Parrot Academy, Green Central, all that and put them all in one basketball team. Think of the basketball team you could have. That's what you do in baseball, Coach Eason. Is you and I, I know I'm, I'm 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 talking to the listeners here. Obviously, you know what you do, but you do. You have 
three or four or five of the best players from the, all the programs from around us here. And you get to, Hey, you get to manage those egos coach, uh, you know, during in the, in the hot summertime. How, how hard is that though? I mean, to, to get these kids, like I said, you're getting kids from South and North that are the stud players on South and North from North and North from green central from, I think you did from East Duplin and all that. Uh, I guess two part question, where are you pulling kids from this year? And just tell me a little bit about managing those egos and, you know, talking to these kids who are the stars on their teams and melding them into a, a team here in Kenston. Um, so schools that I'm pulling from this year, I'm pulling from, um, Green Central, I'm pulling from South and North. I've got one guy confirmed from North and North, still working on a couple of more. Um, I know that Coach Matthew over there really wants them focused on their school season right now, as good a season as they're having. Um, but I am having some conversations with a couple of other guys that they have, um, trying to think, get them to look ahead to the summer season. Um, I'm pulling from, I'm pulling a, a guy from West Craven, uh, a guy from Arundel Parrot Academy. And I've also got a guy um, from Riverside High School in uh, around um, Plymouth Williamson area. Um, and the reason why we're pulling him, he, there's a familial connection there, um, and he's actually going to be living here during the summer. Um, so we pulled some strings and trying to get him um, get him some playing time this summer with us. Okay, and part two of the question there, Coach, uh, how do you meld those personalities? And like I said, if they're not the best player on their teams from these respective teams you're talking about, they're definitely their second or third best players from their teams. And how how do you juggle those personalities, Coach? It is difficult. Um, You know, when you get a bunch of teenage guys together, everybody thinks they're the best. You know, you try to recruit three or four shortstops hoping that you can put one of them there and then put one at third base and then maybe move a couple to the outfield. Um, You know, I tell the guys every year, um, you may be the starting shortstop on your team, but this is is not your high school team. You know, you're playing with the best in the area, and my expectation is that, you know, you do what's best for the team. Um, You know, unlike some of the showcase stuff where these guys are paying for three or four innings per game and they get to play where they want to all the time, you know, this this mimics college baseball to the fact that, you know, everybody's going to come in with a very similar um, set of skills. And, um, you know, I want you to do, I want you to buy into our team culture. I want you to buy into our team family and do what's best for the team, even if you got to sacrifice a little bit of your own ego to do it. What is it like for you, Coach, when you're going around? And I know we've messaged before uh, this season and in past seasons, uh, but in the preseason, when you're at a school and you're checking out guys, what is your pitch, Coach? Let's let's say that I'm a, a 16-year-old star shortstop for West Lenore High School. Yeah, I just made up a school there, Coach. But <laughs> for West Lenore High School, and, you know, I'm a rising junior, and I know I'm pretty doggone good. What's your pitch to me to join the uh, – the Kenston Post 43 team. Yeah, I'm very transparent with our guys um, that I'm looking at playing with us. Um, most of the time I say, hey, I really enjoyed the way you play. You played hard tonight. Um, you really showed me something with the bat. You really played good defense. You showed good hustle. Because if you can't hustle for me, you're not going to play. Um, but, you know, um, I, I really like the way you do X, Y, and Z. If you don't have any plans this summer and want to play baseball at a high level with the potential to, you know, get some exposure at the college at the college level, um, I'd really like for you to give us a shot and and, and be a part of our team. Uh, I'm sold. 
You you got me, okay? <laughs> Let voice I, I will I will say I am a little bit more old school, um, you know, which I get it honest. My dad yes, is you a do. little bit older. I've learned a lot from him, um, and I learned a lot from Coach Battle as well. Um, I'm not going to get too excited about one kid um, because I know you got to have nine or ten on the field, including a DH, um, to be successful. Yeah, yeah, but coach, I'm batting like five sixty for West Lenore, okay? I mean, and I, I got an I've got a cannon, you know, in my arm uh, from shortstop, so I, I think you really need me, okay? Well, cut, um, Brian, I, you know, <laughs> you're you're one ninth of the picture. Um, you know, I'll give you I'll give you a shot at shortstop, but I've also got somebody from from Green Middle over there who's going to be um who's going to be giving you a run for your money i love it i love it that voice is ty eason uh the head uh, baseball coach of the american legion post 43 team here in kinston and you know what we've done it in past years but uh, you know what we'll do it we'll, let's get it knocked out out of this season i love what you said about uh playing for your pops just one of the all-timers not just Lenore County, hell, in Eastern North Carolina, North Carolina, all together, uh, Troy Eason. And then, again, the guy that you played Legion baseball for and that you took over the program from in uh, Ronnie Battle. What are some of uh, a couple? And, again, this is a question, Coach, I know I've asked you before, but for folks who may be hearing this, hearing you for the first time here on the show, what are a couple of things that you learned from uh, from the from the old Coach Eason? <laughs> Don't tell him I called him old, okay? And then uh, and then from the, from the late, great uh, Ronnie Battle. Um, riding the highs and the lows. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna find very small victories and losses, and you're gonna find a lot of losses and some victories. Um, so uh, I, I really think that just being able to stay mellow throughout um, and, and be encouraging for the guys, but then also hold them to a certain standard um, as they're developing and learning the game. I, I think those are the two biggest things that I learned, um, and I've also learned that, especially from Coach Battle. Um, that, you know, this, this is a game, you know, where this is a game that was invented for us to have fun and, and, and share some, some good experience with our, with our brothers. Um, and so, you know, at the end of the day, these kids are people first. Um, and, and I want to make sure that I'm addressing some of the needs that they have and outlets they need, um, you know, to perform at a high level. Um, but I'm also there to be a mentor. Um, you know, a lot of the guys that we get, I, I, I talked to them outside of the game of baseball. Um, Leland Barrow, for example, from um, Green Central, who's really hitting the ball well right now for a very hot Green Central team. You know, I talked to him on a, on a regular basis. He's asking me advice about, you know, choosing his college where he wants to play ball at the next level. And um, he's going to William Peace, but he's talked to me throughout the, the process. And, you know, what if I don't want to go here? What if I want to – you know, if, if I'm thinking about decommitting, is that a great choice? And, you know, we talk about, you know, find the best fit for you and stick by it. And sometimes being uncomfortable could be a really good thing for you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that voice again, uh, Ty Eason, head baseball coach for Kenson Post 43. You alluded to it earlier, and it wasn't one of the questions I was going to hit you with, but you made a point of talking about uh, this schedule that you guys are going to be playing here in 2023. And I know it's not 100% formed yet, but where do we stand on that? And what is it? where are some of the places that – I tell you what, tell us the teams that are going to be playing here in league play uh, for a post 43 and, uh, where are some of the other places that maybe outside the box that a post 43 is going to be playing this year, coach? So there is a little bit of a shakeup in our league play this year. Um, league play is, is moved to a four con a 14 conference, um, that includes us, Pitt County, Wilson, 
and Plymouth. Um, previously, Wayne County has been a strong member of our of our our Area One East Conference, um, but they have shipped to the west side of the conference. Um, and the west side of the conference is Garner, Durham, Wayne, and Lewisburg. Um, and we we've, we've got all seven of those other teams on our on our schedule this year. Um, we're also playing a strong Jacksonville team. We're going down to Wilmington and playing. Uh, we're playing a series with them, so they're coming to us too. Um, Wilmington, not post ten, but the other one. Um, and both all three of the Wilmington teams are very strong. Um, they've just got such a wonderful base to pull from. We're going to. Uh, we're playing Garner at Campbell. We're playing non-conference games with both um, Pitt and Wayne. Um, so we've got a we've got a tough schedule on our hands. I'm thinking it's going to be about 22 games in about 38 days. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of baseball, um, and I say it every year that I'm on here, if you want to play baseball at a high level that's as close to the college-type schedule as you can get, um, American Legion play, uh, American Legion baseball is a place to be, and especially considering how affordable it is, um, you know, participation fee-wise compared to some of the other, tra- the other travel showcase options. And, and again, again, you're going to be playing teams that are, that all feature either D one players or college players or players that are going to be, uh, college, uh, athletes too. Right. Right. And, and when we think about a Wayne County team, you know, Adam paid over in Wayne County does a great job recruiting, developing, you know, every year he sends about three to Mount Olive. He sends a couple to Brunswick or Lenore community. Um, or Pitt, or Pitt community, um, Barton, um, you know, he's been in a couple of guys, V1. Um, the thing about that is, you know, college baseball players are college baseball players. There's talent at every level. If you've got the opportunity to play at, at the collegiate level, you're doing something correct. I love it. I absolutely love it. Got you for a few more minutes here as we're uh, nearing the top of the hour. Uh, Coach, when will that schedule be released? When can we get our hands on that and start promoting it like we do uh, all our high school stuff? So I'm really going to try to work and get it done by the middle of this week. Oh, sweet. I've got, couple, sweet. I've got a couple of phone calls um, that I've gotten to make with um, with a couple of our non-conference games. Um, but it's, our conference schedule is pretty solidified, and I'm going to be reaching out to the guys who, who made our team um, as soon as I hear back from some of those guys who are question marks, um, so this week will be a huge week for us as far as getting information out, getting and getting squared away. Our first game is going to be the week of the I think it's May 16th is when we start playing May 17th somewhere in there, um, which is also challenging because with a lot of guys on um, on Green Central's um, team, uh, you know, one or two potentially from North Lenore. Um, and all the other teams that are in the playoffs, um, you know, we're going to be picking up as soon as they finish their playoffs, their playoff run. So, and then we'll play, we'll play a lot of baseball between the middle of May and the middle of July, um, <laughs> because our playoffs start the week after July fourth, and then they run um, through pretty much the month of July as long as we keep winning. Well, and we hope that goes very, very deep. It's cool. I got to, uh, I know two good friends of yours that help you out out at Kenton High School, Susan and Richard Noble. 
I uh, got to hang out with them at LCC this uh, past weekend. And I know they do a lot of great work for you out at Kenston High School, too, doing your PA and keeping the scoreboard and all that. And it, that leads me to my, I guess, my next, may even be my last question here about uh, Post 43. Because I really don't want to get into the roster stuff for a couple of weeks. Maybe we'll have you back on uh, as you're getting ready to start your season and we can talk about and break down your roster at that point. What do you think, Coach? That'd be perfect. That'll be that, that. I love it. That we'll do that then. But uh, I do want you to talk about just the the support system that you have. Uh, like you, you kind of alluded to it with uh, post forty three, obviously. But folks like uh, Susan and Richard, and then who's helping you coach this year, Coach? Um. So Richard and Susan, they do a wonderful job. They have been with the program since I was playing as part of the program. Um. So they know what to expect. They know we play a high level of baseball, and they know that it, it can be a grueling season as you get into the thick of it. Um, you know, I got to say a lot. I got to sing Terry Bull's praise. Um, Terry is the one that keeps all of our paperwork, makes sure that bills are paid, makes sure that lights are on, all these things. Um, he's been great, him and his wife. Um, my parents have been big supporters. You know, I've asked my dad a couple of times, hey, I, I think I want you to go put eyes on this kid. Um, do you think he could play with us this summer? What do you see? Um, my mom, my sister has been my scorekeeper forever. Um, you know, so it is a family affair with this, with, with this team. Um, you know, my wife thinks, thanks to her a hundred percent for being as supportive as she is. She knows I'm not making any money. She knows I'm probably not even breaking even when we look at, you know, the, the American Legion season. Um, but she knows that it's something that I love and she supports me a hundred percent. Um, you know, so, um, there is a lot of support that goes on behind, behind closed doors. Um, but all in all, you know, and I'm, I'm very supportive of all the parents who have trusted me to not one look after their young man, um, for a couple of months in the summer, but also trust me, um, as being their mentor. Um, so, I'm thankful for all the support I get on every front there. Well, I got to tell you, and, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll end the uh, post 43 and the Legion talk on this. The only uh, person I've ever known that's made money on American Legion baseball is Bobby Dell Reynolds in Cherryville. Okay. And that is a different animal. <laughs> um, you know, Bobby Dell, he is, he's a legend in the, in the area of American Legion baseball. Um, and, and Cherryville is, is the place to be. You know, if there was a Carolina, if there was an ECU, if there was a Campbell um, team, a caliber-type team for American Legion baseball, uh, Cherryville, Bobby Dale Reynolds, and Drew Reynolds, that's where you want to be. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I I covered that from I covered him from what ninety two to when I came here in two thousand two, and uh, one of those places that I mean, imagine, coach, that you're playing in front of twelve hundred to fifteen hundred people every night. And, uh, it, they're, they're crazy. I, I think I told you this coach, they had a 50, 50 one night that was $15,000. I mean, that, I was, don't doubt it. that was the winning part was 15. It was $30,000 altogether, but $15,000, 50, 50, you wouldn't mind one of those, right? <laughs> I'll take it. Look, I'd be happy <laughs> if we made that much money off gate concessions and donations every year. 
There you go. And that was one game, Coach. It was just crazy. Anyway, listen, let's wrap up this hour here, Coach. And, and again, uh, Ty Eason, really do appreciate him joining us this morning here on the Brian Hank Shows. We're uh, kicking off the week here. Uh, that's American Legion. We'll get him back on here in a couple weeks right before the season starts, and we'll talk about uh, the roster and break down all that then. But uh, one more time, Coach, let's talk about this 22nd annual golf tournament. It's a week from Thursday, uh, the Caswell Center Foundation uh, Golf Tournament out at Fallen Creek. Yes, sir. So May fourth, bring your golf clubs, bring your bring your sunshade, um, bring your sunscreen because it's going to be great weather. We're going to have a good opportunity to one play golf and to support the um, the needs of our community um, and our thirty eight counties that the Caswell Center Foundation supports. Um, it's going to be a great, 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 great tournament, um, and I'm really looking forward to not only being there as the co chair. But also playing in it myself. So if you want to come out and beat me at golf, um, <laughs> Charlie Casey. Um, <laughs> if, you want, if you want to rematch and try to get your money back, um, it's going to be there. You know what? I think the gauntlet has been thrown here, Coach. <laughs> no, and I say that because I love Charlie Casey. He, he's a longtime friend, him and his mom, and I, I love I love his dad to death. Um, but we're all good friends. I've known him since he was in diapers, um, and so. I, he owes me one right now because um, it, it was a good weekend of golf this past weekend. But golf this in, in a week from Thursday is going to be real good too. It really is. From like I said earlier, from your lips to God's ears for sure. And listen again, you want to participate in this tournament? Then uh, you can contact Daniel Howell, the executive director of the Caswell Center Foundation, at two five two. 208-3790. Or you wouldn't even mind if they got in touch with you, right, Coach? Bring them on. There you go. Listen, Coach Eason, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. Cannot wait to talk to you in a couple of weeks as we're getting ready to start the 2023 American Legion season. You're going to see my butt out there. Listen, I don't do the PA for uh, the Wood Ducks anymore, so you're going to see me out there a lot more this season, Coach. Come on with it. We'll be excited and get, get hyped around the game. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Coach. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Mark, for letting me have your spot. <laughs> there you go. Thank you again to Coach Eason. That wraps up our first hour of the Brian Hanks Show. Coming up, Mark Panicelli on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.